0: What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And the season is over. It is officially the Yankees offseason. And there's a lot that needs to be done for this team to advance and become a better team and... By the way, we are in the mobile studio, we are in the truck studio, so if you hear that rain out there, it is pouring. It is coming down. But anyway, Yankees, 2021, over and over really poorly. And, you know, hate to do coulda, woulda, shoulda, but you look at the whole season, and obviously up and down, you know, we were back in July saying sell. Then come August, make some moves and go on a, that 13 game winning streak. And then we're thinking World Series bound. This <laughs> team is the greatest. <laughs> not the greatest. Uh, let's not get crazy. But it looked good. It looked really good. And then down the stretch, you know, after the 13 games they won, they went on a losing streak. And then they came back, stabilized, had some big wins. You know, towards the end of the season, you go into Fenway and you sweep the Red Sox the week before the wild card. But then that last week, horrible. You know, going into that last weekend against the Rays, you need a lot of different things, there's a lot of different scenarios going on, but Yankees get down to the last day where they need to win to get in, they get in, but some of the other things don't go their way, and you end up having to go to Fenway Park to play the wild card. Now, you know, you do the coulda, woulda, shoulda, if they could, have won one more game during the season. One! Just one more game! It would have been at Yankee Stadium. And, you know, who knows? Who knows what would have happened? You know, Garrett Cole takes the mound. Who knows if he was still hurt at that point? That hamstring, you know, not... As a pitcher, you know, you use your legs so much that it is difficult to come back from, and he just wasn't good. And then you look at his stats... In at Fenway Park, and he didn't have good stats. And you know, I guess you gotta say, all right, you gotta go with your number one. You have to have him pitch his wild card game, or else the whole fan base would be crazy, and say, well, you know, you you this is why you got this guy. But goes in not not terrible, but it's not like. Who you think Garrett Cole is? You think of him as you know. What's he getting paid? is he get? What does he get? Thirty-five a year? You know, he's the. Let's just say thirty-five. He's the thirty-five million dollar man. And you expect yeah. <laughs> pretty much a win every time. You know that's not going to happen, but you expect big game. He's going to come up big, and unfortunately, not. Not that he pitched horrible, but how many innings did he go? Did he go three? Maybe. And then they yanked him. Disappointing. Could have been the same result even at Yankee Stadium. But you'd like to think home crowd uh, is going to give you a little bit of an extra boost. Traveling up to to Boston. Who knows. Who knows. DJ LeMayu not in the lineup. Uh, Had to get that surgery. Had sports hernia. You know, who knows? Maybe that's bothering him the whole year. The guy still hit... If that was the case, if that was bothering him all year, the guy still hit 270, right? I think he was a 270. You know, he was... I swear, every time he went to, like, 270, he immediately dropped back down into the 260s. But I think he ended up around that range. And still, (laughs) if you have a sports hernia and you are still towards you know he's had to be like top five and average on the yankees that's pretty good (laughs) i gotta say guy did not have the year we were expecting from him but maybe that was troubling him maybe that was an issue and he played through it if so i commend him because i think he is out for i think they said it's like a four month recovery process and you know it's it's not just so easy to come back from that um my brother Roger had a, a, a hernia operation. I remember that took him a long time. You know, the the, the technology I think wasn't as good. This is a long time ago, um, but it's it's a long recovery. And speaking of my brother, we'll get right into this Aaron Boone thing. He was fired up, and I gotta I gotta he he wanted to re-record that. He left me a message. It was great talking about Aaron Boone and Cashman and you know, uh, just crazy how Aaron Boone is back. You kind of you thought he was getting fired, but then, you know, the more articles that came out and talk, etc., it's like, wait a minute. Yankees are going to stick with him, aren't they? Anyway. Let's get back to the that that wild card and end of the season um, and it's basically this is basically like a wrap up the season uh, type of podcast we could probably talk for days <laughs> about this whole season it was up and down it was crazy it was more injuries like that is just you know eh, injuries happen for every team but I I gotta tell you these these past few seasons with the Yankees there are a lot of injuries. Aaron Hicks, number one, which, you know, uh, early in the season, I think he was like the first main player to go down, maybe. Um, Still don't understand that contract. Injury prone guy, got a lot of potential. You just give him seven years, seven year contract. Like, what, what are you thinking? Like, Uh, that's, that's, uh, and granted it's, you know, 10 million and, you know, that's a lot of money to me, but (laughs) to baseball, that's not a lot of money. It is, it's intriguing, uh, uh, and frustrating because never would have given that guy that many years. And I've been saying that forever, but anyway, he goes down, Clint Frazier goes down. Clint Frazier was not playing well to start off with. And I don't know if it was because of the, uh, you know the dizziness. This you know is the he's is it the complications from uh, the the concussion syndromes? Uh, no concussion, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, concussion. Yeah, is it a said no. Whatever it is, concussions. Anyway, he's gone. Uh, who else is gone? Uh, we had injuries this year for Gio. Gio was not himself. I you know. Just, just not hitting the ball, not the offensive player he has been. Uh, Glaber, he was on COVID, right? He was on the COVID list. Uh, who else went down? Darren O'Day, remember that guy? <laughs> Did he pitch like one inning for the Yankees this year? Uh, I thought he was going to be a nice addition. He ends up being nothing. Kluber goes down. At some points, Tyone went down though he he was pretty strong i gotta say he was he he had a really nice uh couple of whatever you want to call it months uh or starts i I don't know if i'd say months who else who else on this pitching staff uh sevi was gone for the whole year until the end and came in as relief which was pretty good he came in was pretty dominant sevi i like that Got to hope that next year he is back and, uh, you know, a a vital part of this rotation. Uh, Let's see. Garrett Cole goes down. Luke Voigt goes down. Who else? Luckily, Aaron Judge did not go down. Aaron Judge, team MVP. Incredible year he had. Giancarlo stays healthy which was awesome because he really stepped up carried this team for some you know major parts and uh, you know that was great to see cuz I I do like him. Uh let's see who else who else do we uh did Gary Sanchez get hurt I don't know he was <laughs> He, he just is another one who, you know, I, he's coming back. He's definitely coming back because there's not a lot of catchers out there unless the Yankees get creative and can make some trades. But, you know, Brian Cashman at that uh, end-of-year press conference said something about Sanchez being still an above-average offensive catcher. Uh, defense, forget about it. It, it. it it drives me crazy that he's actually still around. But I have a really bad feeling we are going to see Gary Sanchez back in Yankee pinstripes and as their starter. I really do. Higashioka, you know, he can has his moments and can be a nice player. I think I would rather stick with him uh, for a full season. Look at look at Sanchez. He was. Man, what did he end up? He was like a... I don't even know. Maybe he was in the 210s, 220s. I'm not sure. I think I would take Higgy hitting 200 over Sanchez. Look at those games he lost because of his defense. Terrible. And then it goes back to that one game that I was talking about. One game. One more game, and it would have been at Yankee Stadium. (sighs) Anyway big changes this team needs some really big big changes or else it's just gonna be more the same and first base We'll, we'll go around let's let's go around the order around the field so first off you know what let's take a break let's take a break before we get into this. We will be right back. Okay, and we're back. So, let's start with Aaron Boone. Because as the manager, the leader of the team, it should start with him and this crazy decision to bring him back. You know, you look at the American League East. And you think, okay, who are the best managers? Alex Cora, even, you know, take away the cheating, guy gets the most out of his players. Much better manager than Aaron Boone. Kevin Cash. Much better manager than Aaron Boone. Toronto's manager, who is that guy? I don't know. Decent manager. Decent, Pretty good. Might be even better than Aaron Boone. Not sure. And then I don't even know who the Orioles manager is. <laughs> anyway, I, I would say, who knows? He could be better than Aaron Boone. He just has a horrible team. But you bring back Boone. You get rid of all his coaches, basically. Although I hope they don't get rid of Matt Blake. Matt Blake is actually somebody he did not, that was not one of Aaron Boone's guys. He got rid of Phil Nevin, who I actually, I like Phil Nevin. You know, 22 outs at home this past year. You know, you don't want to see that, obviously, but I I do like the aggressiveness. He got bashed a lot for that play with Judge getting nailed in the wild card against the Red Sox. That's just the They got to make a perfect relay. And they made the perfect relay. So, you know, the guy's trying to be aggressive. Joey Gallo is up next. So, can you really blame him for sending Judge? You know, maybe, maybe you can. Maybe you say, all right, let's hope Gallo does something. But I don't blame the guy for that. It's aggressive play. Like we said, had to have a perfect relay. It was perfect. And... You know... Hey. You do that for with Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo, not the guy I would have batting for it in the wild card. I think Boone or Cashman or their analytics must've thought, well, <laughs> this guy's destined for something. He's so due, he's so overdue, but didn't turn out. So Phil Nevin gone. They got rid of who PJ, uh, Pilateri, right? Is that his name? Uh, who I, I forgot he was even a coach and was he their bench, was he the bench coach? And then you have the first base coach. Anyway, they get rid of all these coaches and they keep Boone. I think they're keeping Blake. Oh, they got rid of uh, Marcus Timms, uh hidden coach. Um, was, you know, not, not that it really relates to, um, if they were the, the the best hitter, but was Marcus Timms uh, a great hitter? I think he was good, I think he was a good hitter, but um, I don't know, how much uh, how much did he really work with these guys, I I, I, I I don't know, I don't know. You can't really blame it on a hitting instructor too. You, you'd like to have some guy who is, you know, maybe science and mechanics based to help these guys look at their swing. I don't know, Marcus Timms, uh, I know he was a a, a decent player, but who knows if that translates. So, get rid of those guys, and then at that point, you're kind of thinking, alright, well, Yankees like Boone, Hal likes Boone, Cashman likes Boone, and they bring him back, obviously. Drives us fans crazy because we just do not, I, you know, a lot of. I, I don't know if everybody dislikes Boone as manager, but it's a big, it's, it's a large majority. And he seems like a nice enough guy, Boone, but did he really get these players to play their best? I don't think so. You look at how much they regressed since Girardi left. It got worse and worse each year. Now you're knocked out of the wild card game. It's really pathetic. Really, really pathetic. And granted, he does not play, it's the players, but it's still, he is the leader. He needs to get these guys fired up. I don't know. Look at Ted Lasso, look what he does to the team. He gets those guys fired up. If you don't watch Ted Lasso, you gotta watch Ted Lasso. One of the best shows on TV. But anyway. Really nice theory, which I believe my brother had told me about. That Michael K said was bringing uh, Pup, uh, Buck Showalter on as the bench coach. I don't know, if, but they'd they have to pay Buck Showalter a lot of money, I think, for him to do that, because uh, he's you know he's doing whatever he wants. For yes, and they have him come on. Guy probably does not want to go through the grind of. 162 game season and travel. I think I don't know, maybe, maybe he does. But I think it'd be a great move because Joe Torre had Don Zimmer, Don Zimmer, ex-manager, you know, a, a very good manager in his own right. And between him and Joe Torre, two guy, two smart baseball people to bat things around and make decisions on, although we are obviously in a different time of analytics. And Boone gets these analytics and he basically has to use them. And I don't love analytics. I know it's a part of the game and that's just the way it is. I wish they would manage a little bit more from the gut, but in this day and age, you look at the teams that are left in the playoffs, at least last week, you know, as we're recording this, the Dodgers just got eliminated, so the Braves are going to the World Series against the Astros. Thankfully Boston's eliminated. I I, I hate I hate Houston too. But I just hate Boston more. It's it's a tricky thing, but I just. I just didn't want to see Boston. It might be because Yankees play Boston more than the Astros during the course of a season, and it's it's a longer rivalry. I, I can't stand either one of them, but if I had to choose, it was sending the Astros to the World Series, not the Red Sox. Anyway, those teams all rely on analytics. And... These teams, that's just the way baseball is, these teams, they got these guys in the back who have never played any baseball, and they are just probably really, really smart people, and throw numbers together, and comes out with all of the, you know, turns out, you know, I don't know, it's like, <laughs> it just throw everything into a computer, and then it turns out the batting order, who should come in to pitch in different situations, you know, you look at the Dodgers. Did not watch this game, only read about it. But the Dodgers and Dave Roberts, they, their analytics team said to not start uh, their starter. Uh, What's it, name? Urias, and to do. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Ne- Neville, or I've heard some people pronounce it maybe uh, K- Knievel, Knievel, Evil Knievel, not Evil. Evil Knievel, though greatest stunt man ever, right? If you don't know, if you're listening, and you're like younger, and you don't know who Evil Knievel is. Look him up. The guy was sick. He was, he was like, I don't know who to compare him to now, but pretty amazing. <laughs> anyway, it is what managing has come to: just taking analytics and putting them into work. And if you don't, if you were to go against the analytics then you have to answer for it. You know, you go with analytics, you gotta answer for that as a manager. It has taken a lot of the feel out of the game. And, you know, someone had said a quote of Gene Michael, Gene Michael, the genius who built the Yankees dynasty teams. And there were, you know, uh, information, and I guess you could call them analytics at the time, But he said, I take that information, but I also use my eyes to see things. And I love that. I I like that because it's a combination of the two where a computer or one of these analytics guys can't see if someone is in the bullpen and they just seem a little bit off before a game where you're saying, I'm not gonna bring this guy in. He just doesn't look like he's got it today, but Everybody just goes with what the computer says. And granted, uh, Joe Girardi, big, you know, Binder Joe, big analytics guy, but I think what he had over Boone is he can motivate guys. He was probably scary. Getting him mad at you? Dude, I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> I'm not gonna get Joe Girardi mad at me. Aaron Boone? Ah, what's he gonna do? Nothing. He's gonna come by, have a cup of coffee with you. I don't like the move. Hopefully I'm wrong. You know, as my brother had said, I'll I'll go into what he said. uh, Although I would love to play that recording. But why give him that many years? Why give Boone three years with, what, I think a team option for a fourth? Now, the end of next season, Brian Cashman, his contract's up. You would think, Hal Steinbrenner loves him and is gonna keep him, but I don't know, what's Cashman done for us lately? You know, he makes some nice acquisitions here and there, but overall, he's not building a whole team. Look at Giancarlo Stanton, for instance. Great player. Giancarlo Stanton, great player. Yankees, when they acquired him, did they really need him? Did you need another big home run guy? No, I don't think you did. I feel like the only reason they got him was because at the time, the value of his contract was a great, was was more valuable for the team. He was basically undervalued as a player. Guys who at that point were getting like 30 million I think he was at 25. And I think the Yankees just said, oh, well look at this. He's getting 25 million, it's kind of a bargain if we get him, the Marlins wanted to get rid of him. But do you really do something like that just because it's a good deal? That's like going to the store and maybe you've got a TV that's a year old and maybe there's a really good sale. At Best Buy, you go, ah, it's such a good deal, I might as well get it. I can't really do anything with it, but I'll have this really nice TV for a good price. That's what it was with him. And granted, he really did a great job, as we were talking about this year. He was really, really helping the Yankees. But. They did, not, they did not need him, and you always need pitchers, right? You always, always need pitchers. You, they could have shopped around for a different DH, because that's basically what Stanton is. His contract at the time, the 25 million you're paying him, and I think it's 25 million, we should go back and check. You could get two solid pitchers, or maybe one really good pitcher and another piece for the bullpen. Right? Oh, anyway. That's why I think Brian Cashman's time is done. Next year, if they don't win the World Series, if they win the World Series, then okay, it's all right. You gotta bring Cashman back. You're not gonna get rid of him. But you gotta build a team that is built for the World Series, not an all or none, heavily based righty batters for Yankee Stadium. And pitching, get good pitchers, not guys who have a lot of potential, because that doesn't always work. It's gonna be an interesting offseason. That's all I gotta say. Interesting, off season, we shall see what happens with this Yankees team, and we could go around the horn that was the phrase I was thinking about before. We could go around the horn and say who should stay, who should go. We, maybe we'll save that for another episode. I think we're kind of running out of time. I could probably talk about my frustrations and uh and wrap up this season forever, but. That'll get boring. Basically, we are looking at another offseason of Yankees not performing well and sitting through an offseason where we gotta hope that they make some right moves and come back with a better team. And hope Aaron Boone can start getting it together. You know, where was the fire... Of the savages in the box Aaron Boone that's, all we, that, that's like the only thing we've seen From him with some fire You know, He comes out every once in a while But there was one game this season Where Phil Nevin was the one Who was getting angry and out there yelling And even Aaron Judge Said oh you'd love to see A, a, a coach or a manager Have your back and do that And that, at that game Aaron Boone did nothing Nevin did the whole thing If you're gonna say Aaron Boone is a great leader, people person, you know the face of the uh, you know administration who talks the most game after game, you got to be the one who's fiery and going out there. You can't let Phil Nevin go out there and be angry. You know what does that show your players? Like, oh, you know that doesn't show the manager's going to bat for you and has your back. I just don't like it. I do not like it. You know, a lot of people say that the Yankees base this on Aaron Boone being a good person who can face the media, a good person who can be friends with the players, which isn't necessarily the best thing. And he's a guy who is going to take the analytics and go with it and not try and fight them on anything. And I think maybe that's another reason why you could not bring in an old school guy like a Buck Showalter. Because he might say, I'm not doing analytics. I am running this team the way I want to run this team. I'm not going to be listening to guys behind computers who have never played baseball. So here we are. We've got Aaron Boone for three more years. Probably a fourth. Obviously I'm rooting for the Yankees to win a World Series. It has been way too long. Driving me a little bit crazy that it hasn't even been a World Series appearance since 09, right? They they did not make the World Series since since 09, right? Am I correct on that? Yeah. Yeah, 2017 was the Closest they got. It's it's frustrating. It has been frustrating to be a Yankee fan these past couple of years. And I don't know. I really, I don't have a lot of confidence with Cashman putting together a great team and for Boone getting the most out of the, this team. We'll see. i tell you one guy Corey Seeger of the Dodgers. Yankees need to go out and get him. They have got to go get him to play shortstop. And we'll go, we'll go around the horn on another podcast. And go through who we should think should go, who should stay. It's not not a lot I want to see uh, stay, but. That's it, guys. I, I'm I'm getting fired up. I was I got over the wild card loss. It was like ah, it was you know like a day or two of being like ah, that really just sucks. And now I'm getting fired up again. <laughs> I'm getting angry about it again because I am thinking about it again, and I just do not like the Aaron Boone move. And you know talk of other teams like the Mets. Having interest in him if he didn't sign with the Yankees or the Padres, go go to those teams I would I wouldn't have cared would not have cared, but not in charge. We are not in charge. All right, that's gonna wrap it up. We will be back soon because I really want to discuss what the Yankees should do, who they should sign. you know, we'll go to some hot stove stuff lately and uh figure it out but that's the show for you stay tuned for another podcast coming soon and as we always say let's go yankees